Podcast Network Asia. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 8 of the Great Connections Podcast. My name is Chloe. Join me as we get to know the stories of overseas Filipinos and listen in on what it's like to make a living in a new country away from home. The Great Connections Podcast, brought to you by the freebie app, Descarteng Pinoy, Descarteng Freebie. I am so excited for this week's episode because we are going to have a conversation with an award-winning filmmaker whose body of work has stirred national conversations and has raised awareness on many social issues such as human trafficking and labor conditions to name a couple. One of her films in particular, Sunday Beauty Queen, tells the story of how Filipino domestic workers reclaimed their identities by competing in beauty pageants in Hong Kong. I truly look forward to talking to her about that. But aside from Sunday Beauty Queen, we'll also be discussing the many lessons she had learned about the OFW community in Hong Kong and the role of modern media in telling the stories of OFWs. We are immensely proud and honored to have her on the pod today. Please welcome Direct Baby Ruth Villarama. Welcome to the pod, Direct Baby Ruth Villarama. Firstly, when we were talking, uh, yung pre-interview natin, you said something about how you feel comfortable being addressed. Pwede bang direct or first name basis ba tayo? Hi, Chloe. Thanks for having me here. Uh, you can call me Baby Ruth. Uh, just call me, yeah, using my weird first name. So Baby Ruth is fine. And thank you. I love it. And uh, like I said, we are truly honored to have you on the podcast today. Kamusta ka na, Baby Ruth? How is life uh, in this age of the pandemic treating you? It's been a roller coaster ride. Uh, mental health is real, but I find comfort in the company of Zoom mates like this one. And yeah, uh, yeah we keep on shooting, uh, surprisingly. And there are ways that, you know, we try to make the world a little closer through technology. Uh, right now, you know, we've been doing a lot of short stories, uh, connecting countries, connecting, you know, little stories here and there. So it's still the same, but the platform has definitely um, changed. And I, I'm glad to hear that you're uh, becoming more comfortable now with the change. I mean, from a filmmaker's point of view, because when you tell stories through the lens of your camera, and of course, you have a team behind you, you have your actors. It's different. I mean, not seeing everybody like face to face or maybe downsizing the team a little bit just so you can make it work. Yeah, it's it's really the downsizing that's uh you know cracking our brains, you know, to 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 make everything work. And I feel oh. for other fellow film workers, you know, who really had to uh, let go of some of their staff and even us, uh, you know, um, instead of getting pilots and drivers to to bring us around, uh, we have no choice but to drive ourselves to the locations. And also this uh, swab desk. Because of the weekly swab desk that we are, we have to, uh, yeah, it, it's necessary, you know, to keep everyone safe. 
So we're, we're more aware of the health protocols. Uh, we're more aware of uh, the needs of other people. That's how the pandemic has changed us, which is, I think, good. And I'm happy in a way that small businesses are thriving. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, we used to dine, you know, in, in restaurants. But now, you know, we support neighborhood uh, restaurants. That's true. We're, we're still the lab rats, you know, editing our stories inside our, our post-production houses. But yeah, instead of going out, we just ordered through Grab and, you know, other platforms. Same here, Dito. Like, uh, thousands of uh, miles away, ganun din ang gawin namin dito sa Middle East, sa, sa Qatar. So I think it's just helping each other out. I mean, you're gonna have to live with it. That, that's what it is, to be honest. Now, baby Ruth, talagang excited ako kasi, again, this is the first time I'm meeting you. And what a great way to meet uh, an exemplary, you know, talent such as yourself. Now, pag-usapan natin yung Sunday Beauty Queen. Mm-hmm. Tell us, first and foremost, when and how did the idea of the film first come to you? And bakit sa OFWs ng Hong Kong right away? And, you know, at any time during this part, um, feel free to also share yung siguro brief synops- uh, synopsis of the movie for context, especially for those who haven't seen your movie. Uh, your documentary film, but it did come out in 2016. To answer your first question, um, well, the idea of Sunday Beauty Queen really came up as as a personal accident. I've been wanting to do a story about my missing mother because I never had a chance to meet her, uh, but I don't know how. Um, there's this inner longing to connect to her, but of course, um, I have no information where to find her Mm-mm. and how to reach out to her. So when um, we visited Hong Kong for a film festival there, which is March, around March 2013, and then I saw thousands of Filipino women gathered around the central part of Hong Kong. And I was taken aback because I I never thought that I could be gullible in that sense that, you know, I didn't know that, you know, such phenomenon exists. In Hong Kong, I know that there are a lot of overseas Filipino workers in different parts of the world. We know that there are a lot of Filipinos in Hong Kong. But to see them, you know, gathered on a Sunday, doing their thing, you know, enjoying life, uh, partying, just, you know, catching up with their friends. I fell in love with the idea that, you know, maybe one of them is my mom. I don't know. And of course, being the nosy researcher that I am. I used to work as a TV journalist. So uh, I was just drawn to their stories and I found myself just going to them and just sitting with them in, in the gutter, you know, in those roads and just knowing their stories. And I realized, yeah, the, the beauty pageant is, is something very special because um, they're not just doing that to be beautiful or to feel good about themselves, but they're doing that to support fellow OFWs who are in trouble. Right. At the time, to support, there is this shelter called Bitgun House in Hong Kong, uh, where uh, some of our OFWs who lost their jobs are staying, and they, they're mounting this beauty pageant and other activities just to support them. And for me, that is the modern day Cinderella. You know, it's not just about finding the prince charming that they're looking for or the happy ending that they want for themselves, but the piece of happiness that they can give to another uh, fellow women so for me that's that's a strong story that i i realized oh my god the world should know about this right i mean there's just so much to unpack from that one response that you you shared with us i mean from 
uh, from you not meeting your mom and romanticizing the, you know, the wild idea that maybe my mom is somewhere in this thousands of women in in Hong Kong when you visited. And it's true, yung, the picture that you painted for us, na ganun pala siya, na even I, when uh, I last visited Hong Kong with my, with my family, with my mom and my dad and my in-laws, along with my husband, from Macau, we got off to this, to, to this mall and there was this long stretch ng dadaanan, parang kind of like a pasilyo or yung sa atin parang uh, it's a, an interconnecting uh, walkway that, that also attaches itself to the malls. And ako nagulat din ako dun sa dami ng domestic workers na, just like you said, it was a Sunday. Tapos, it was just one of the places where they congregate, they have fun, they do, parang nagka-camp out silang ganya, they have their, their tents and their little, like, mini gates uh, of sort, mm-hmm. parang just to segregate one group from, from the other, parang ganon. And it's, it was a lot to take. I didn't know. I was completely oblivious to what that, that was happening, in fact, is happening still to this day to Filipino, I mean, Filipino domestic workers in Hong Kong. And they look happy. They look content. I mean, it's just a way that they, they spend their, their one day a week break from work. Parang ganyan. And I agree with you, you know, seeing them, you know, in that scenario, there's just so many emotions that you can take in. Mm-mm. Feelings of happiness, uh, euphoria, yeah, sadness, grit. Survival, empowerment, uh, resilience. And that's how you define uh, the Filipino diaspora. Sabi nila, if you can define an OFW, how would you define it? It's all that, you know? Yeah. It's not just about survival, but it's about finding home where you are and finding your personal happiness. Because we're not even gypsies, you know, as OFWs, which I stayed in the United Kingdom for a while Mm-mm. studying. It's not about, you know, just moving from one place to another. It's not. It's not also just about providing for our families back home. It's not. But it's about finding your place in this world and what you can contribute as a person, you know, as a human being, especially as a Filipino. Medyo pinrasis ko yun sabay-sabay habang ginagawa ko yun. So parang nilagay ko lang yung questions then. and also at the end of the day it's about identity who are we you know if we are saying we are Filipinos living in another country so how how do we how how do we define our own culture Mm-mm. it's such an you, you could not have put it excellently uh, baby Ruth yung yung kung paano mo siya kung paano, just to echo off of what you said how you describe an OFW living abroad and how life really is um, and <laughs> Somebody has to be, has to be there to capture all of that. And I could not thank you enough for being this, this amazing talent. And, you know, you, this happened in your life, I guess, at the right time, at the right place. And I'm truly happy where I'm, where I'm right now hearing your story. And nagsisimula pa lang tayo sa, sa interview na, na capture mo yon. So again, we want to thank you for, for doing that. But, also, as a director of the documentary Sunday Beauty Queen, meron ka bang on the get-go? Because you mentioned you had a lot to process. You were also learning along the way. And there were realizations na kailangan mo ring um, i-take note. Pero ano yung core mission mo nun? And what were the main considerations for you in telling the stories of the Filipina domestic workers? My core mission at that time is to figure out how the world can appreciate the Filipino 
how the how the global audience you know can look at us differently from how we've been defined and redefined throughout decades of you know being portrayed as uh, OFWs as poor Filipinos uh and then there's also there's always the question of are we really poor we are from a poor country we are third world we are third world nation but what can we offer to the world so that, that was my 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 mission uh visually how can we capture that without sounding you know uh like a hopeless rom- romantic because um, there's there's a thin line you know capturing the utopic of you know of the filipino dream what is the filipino dream uh, but at the same time since this is a documentary the filipino dream needs to reflect the filipino reality as mm-hmm. well um so yun yung mission ko and at the same time also building the sensitivity to capture the things unsaid Madali kasi mag-perform in front of the camera. Di ba parang kokentuhan ang mga Pinoy? We always front the good, you know, the happy. We always smile yes. in front of the camera. But you also need to to figure out, you know, those unsaid things, the 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 gaps, you know, the gray areas uh, of our um, collective experiences. Yun yung hinanap ko lang din. And um, I guess when you're sensitive enough and when you linger your lens a little longer with them, lalabas siya. So, yun lang yung inantay namin. Medyo mahirap, but uh, I think it's worth the wait. Right. Uh, so, every, like, we stayed in Hong Kong for, all again, a maximum of 14 days kasi as tourists, Mm-mm. we're only allowed to stay there for two weeks. So, hindi naman namin minamax. So, mga 10 to 12 days Nandun kami. Uh, we're just documenting. We're just spending time with them, understanding their routines, and also just listening to them. I think that's that's one interesting thing about you know uh, being an OFW. Uh, you have to offer yourself as someone uh, who has the capacity to listen. Um, we're not you know coming into their lives to assign roles or you know to ask them to do this and that for the film. No, we're we're there to capture who they are and capture them as beautifully as possible. SVQ is not the only film uh, that you have made about the realities of OFWs. There's also MNL143. Am I saying it right? MNL143 or Manila143, uh, which you also helped produce. And that uh, and this film, naman, while it's not a documentary, this focuses on the journey of the main character, si Ramil, who's a driver, who then worked na you know, eventually work in the Middle East. Um, is there something about this topic that fascinates you or inspires you? Um, I guess there's just a lot of facets about, you know, the Filipinos uh, in different experiences. Uh, when we received the script of MNL 143, it was written by the great Emerson Reyes. And I thought the story was so sweet. It's just really about finding his first love uh, before he goes away. So, parang sa akin, sa dinami-dami ng paghihirap ng mga Pilipino, ibigay na natin yung mga bagay na makakapagpasaya sa kanila. Ano ba naman yung makita niya yung first love niya? Ano ba naman yung maging beauty queen I know! Yes. Isang araw. Ano ba naman yung hayaan mo siyang maging maligaya at maging malaya kahit isang araw lang? Uh, so, sa akin, kahit sa pelikula lang, baka pwede nating ibigay yun. And there's just so many stories that we can do. Sunday Beauty Queen is just really looking at one little tiny space. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and dami pa like i'm sure there's just so many stories there in um where you are right now even in france meron daw kinakwento na yung mga kababayan natin doon na um, nagtatrabaho bilang au pair sa mga penthouse na mayayamang pranses sila yung mga nagtuturo ng ingles doon sa mga alaga nila kasi nga syempre french yung lengguwahe so yeah. may mga ibang au pair na ang gagaling din mag-ingles So it's it's just interesting na fascinate din ako na imagine ito yung contribution ng mga Pinoy na hindi na highlight kasi mm-hmm. ang hirap niyang i- i-explain eh parang ang hirap niyang tignan but if you will just adjust your lens a little bit you would appreciate ah ang galing pala namin yeah without really overemphasizing it but it's just how it is huh. Oh, ayaw man natin mag- magbuhat ng bangko, ng sariling bangko, pero totoo naman talaga yun. <laughs> diba? Parang, It's so true! I mean, <laughs> eh, kasi ako, like, just basing off of my experience before I I came to Qatar to to work and live here, ang kwento sa akin ng asawa ko, very ano lang eh, per, parang ano, parang ang linear. Alam mo yon kung ano lang yung maisipan niya maikwento nung araw na yon that's it. And somehow, my knowledge of his work only revolves around Uh, around the fact that ito lang yung naikwento niya. Ito lang yung naisipan niyang ma- ma-share sa akin nung, nung time na yon. But really, when I came here, I was like, oh my goodness, my husband is such a hero. You know what I mean? Parang literally the hands that that cares, the hands that, you know, uh, yung, that that nurses to health, nurses the the patients to health because he's a nurse. And And the, the demands of the work. Doon kulang lahat na na-realize, Baby Ruth. And totoo yung mga, yung mga ano mo, yung mga testimony mo about, yeah, this is just one one facet of their life. There's so much more that we can talk about, about the the lives of OFWs. Yeah, even, you know, uh, Filipinos working in nursing homes, in hospitals, parang wala pa ako nakikitang pelikula or documentary na, na na-capture yung mm-hmm. real uh, heroism and you know pains uh, beauty friendship family yun yun eh, the amalgamation of all these emotions and experiences right. i think that's how we can define who we are now you know the 21st filipino diba ang dami kasi ng i guess yun din yung thesis ko sa sarili ko bilang isang pinoy at bilang isang documentarian na sa dinami-dami ng taon na nasakop tayo ng Spanyol, Amerikano, Chinese ngayon. Uh, sino na ba tayo? At medyo, nat, kumbaga, kailangan hawiin natin yung mga yan eh. Kasi uh, the politics can sometimes overpower, you know, the humble Filipino. Uh, nawawalan siya ng bosses. But if you really look closer and use our lens uh, to highlight yung mga collective experiences natin na hindi napapansin kasi nga hindi naman siya tragic o hindi naman siya triumphant, hindi naman siya pakyaw or ano mo yun, g- g- parang yeah. extreme kasi very polarized yung paggamit ng lente na kailangan may mamatay, kailangan may makulong, kailangan may manalo para mm-hmm. feature. But what if we just feature the normal feelings of Filipino and you know, this contribution But, you know, uh, using the same sensibility of politics, dynamics, and and philosophy, may makukuha tayo specially. I'm so, sure. I, I totally agree. And there's so much more. You're not going anywhere, right, baby Ruth? Diyan ka lang naman, di ba? And I'm, I'm sure yeah. you will pursue this 
Oh, I, that, I hope I can get more support. I think, yeah, I'm here of the oh. explain some of our producers. Because, I mean, to, to be candid about it, when we pitch Sunday Beauty Queen to Filipino producers, rejected kami kasi ang sabi nila wala namang bagong anong bago diyan wala namang bagong kwento uh, sa OFW parang gasgas na yun yung term gasgas na yung kwentong OFW di ba ang normal yun nga nabanggit mo na kung ano lang yung inassigned na kwento mm-hmm. yun lang yung alam natin umalis nagsakripisyo malungkot uh, nagpapadala ng pera naabuso nakukulong namamatay napakalinear in, mm-hmm. in that manner but of course it's it's really hard to explain when you are finding gold dust in the middle of you know uh, a murky complicated place correct uh, gusto mo siyang kumbaga walisin at uh, gawin siyang statua na maganda kasi nandoon yung mga gold dust eh hahanapin lang so yun yun yung yun yung sana gusto ko lang ma-achieve uh, bilang kwenti pista or documentarian. And I, I really hope that a lot of filmmakers uh, can see it also. I-manifest natin yan. And you know what? The podcast might just be an instrument na, you know, so that you will be able to connect with the right people also to just keep on telling these stories about OFWs because there's, just like you said, there's so much more to unravel and to, you know, if you were on, only to pull away the layers, ang dami eh. Now, the, Going back to Sunday Beauty Queen, the documentary tells the stories of Filipino domestic workers in Hong Kong in particular. Um, habang sila prepare for an annual beauty pageant, but there's also a subtext to it. It explores and goes deep into the plight and other personal battles of the Filipino domestic workers. Firstly, why do you think Filipinos are so gravitated, sobrang drawn tayo to beauty pageants? I know your curiosity is as good as mine. <laughs> in in one corner of my mind, uh, it, I'd like to think that it's aspirational. Every Filipina wants to feel beautiful. I think every human being wants to feel beautiful. But it's just uh, you know that that Im- image of like nang nang galing yan sa Mama Mary, you know that every, si Mama Mary image na ang ganda tingin natin sa kanila, idol natin sila, or we can connect to them. And then if these, you know, beauty queens would, would wave at us, parang feeling natin si Mama Mary, we wave na rin tayo. And it, it's that glimpse of beauty, of feeling, you know, uh, of, you know, having that experience to, to just feel, you know, what having a crown means. Mm-hmm. Uh, yun yung, I think, hinahanap natin, or na, nadudrawn tayo doon. It's, it's that light of, of beauty. And I guess, we're, we're very festive in nature. So, we love colors. Uh, i-fiesta. So, pag beauty queen, parang holiday ang, ang tingin. Parang yes. Kung pwede nga lang natin in-national holiday yan eh. Yeah. So, may ganun siya. Parang siyang Pasko, di ba? I think it, it has something to do with colors. Uh, and something to do with, with that collective experience of celebrating someone. So, parang siyang Boxing Day. Uh, pag may laban si Pacquiao. Pag may laban yung beauty queen natin. So, parang ganon. So, nadudron tayo sa mga events na ganon where we can cheer on our kababayan. So, naghahanap talaga tayo ng ganon kasi nga, pagtapos nun, balik na naman sa mm-hmm. Monday to Friday na grind. And, uh, we feel like there's really nothing special about our 
our everyday lives. So pag nakakakita tayo ng ganyan, feeling natin, ay, we're part of that and we want to be part of that. What would you say is the hardest part about creating um, the documentary Sunday Beauty Queen? For me, the hardest part uh, about creating Sunday Beauty Queen is the access to their lives. And I don't know if I'm stepping too much or stepping too little. It's, it's that um, constant question that I have as a filmmaker. And how do I balance, you know, all this information and all these emotions that are being presented in front of me? Am I not asking too much or am I asking too much? Mm-mm. And of course, how do I build the relationship with them? Because I've been a journalist making documentaries for television for five years. And to be honest, wala akong masyadong relationship na na-build dun sa mga nakilala ko along the way. Alam mo yun, para nakikit, nakikilala mo sila, mabibilang mo lang sa kamay mo yung nagkaroon ka ng mahaba-habang uh, friendship dun right. sa nakilala mo, uh, nagginawan mo ng kwento. But with Sunday Beauty Queen, I made it a point that I want to build a relationship with them. I guess because I want to know my mother through their experiences. So, gusto ko silang makilala ng lubusan at gusto ko silang maging kaibigan. And I also want, want to make sure, hopefully, na after the audience watch the film, parang may nakilala silang bagong kaibigan din. Na, alam mo yun, maalala nila si Daddy Leo, maalala nila si Mylene, hmm. na pasaya sa kanila kahit papano. Now, is there something about the making of the film that um, you learned about OFWs that you didn't realize was even real. Na parang, ha, totoong buhay pala yon, Or maaring may na- naikwento lang sa'yo. And then here you are, you're finding out the answers for yourself and realize that, wow, okay, so this is real life. Meron ka bang mga ganong realizations about uh, the making of uh, Sunday Beauty Queen? I think it's more of a punctuation about who we are as Filipinos, na-realize ko din na pag pala may problema ang mga Pinoy, nakatawa pa rin talaga at nakangiti pa rin. Alam mo? <laughs> Oo, Parang, okay. bakit kaya? <laughs> nawalan na ng trabaho, papauwiin na in 48 hours, pero nakangiti pa rin siya. And then, tapos yung mga tao sa paligid niya na Pinoy din, pinapatawa lang siya. And then, I don't know if we we lack the the emotional acumen to deal with problems head on <laughs> i i sorry see oh, i think i think it's really ano ba yata she what do you call that mechanism it's just a way that mechanism really yeah and yeah. i think it's a way to cope oh oh kasi like sa ibang lahi kasi diba if there's a problem serious talaga yeah i know this na pag mga germans diba talagang serious discussion yan and conversation hanggang ma-solve yung problema na yon pero yung mga pinoy marang kain magyayaya pa yan kain ka pero nawalan siya ng trabaho yeah. it's all too real it's all too real all too real eh pag sabi ko ano ito ang schizophrenic ng experience for me but it's real yeah i agree it, it's really real and I guess sa akin, it's just my way of appreciating the strength that, you know, these Filipinos are carrying within them to survive and to just put up, you know, that level of dignity. Siguro sa kanila, mahalaga yun. Na, you know, wala ka na yun. Walang wala ka na yun. So what is there to left? Smile, mm-hmm. laugh, I guess. So, gusto kong i-process yun. I don't know. Maybe somebody can sort of explain it to me. Bakit ganun yung, uh, yung ganun mga pangyayari? Pag nahanap ko ang sagot dyan, isashare ko rin yan sa'yo. Pag, oh. uh, <laughs> napagtanto ko na rin, bakit nga ba? Kasi uh, my experience here is 
almost the same. I mean, I've had, especially in in this pandemic, actually, nakaraan na taon, maraming na, na, na layoff, maraming na repatriate. And you know what? D- despite the fact that they're na ang gloomy eh, yung part na yun ng buhay nila, nawalan sila ng trabaho, walang pera, uuwi ng Pilipinas, hindi alam ko ano yung aasahan. But then again, you don't see them, you know, sitting in one co- corner na hindi mo na makausap or would say to you na, you know what, leave me alone, leave me alone, I want to process my feelings. Walang ganun yung Pilipino eh. Walang ganun. Walang, walang ganun. Ipaprocess ko mo na yung feelings ko. <laughs> walang ganun. <laughs> Tragedy strikes. Baby Ruth, alam mo yun, parang, o oh, sige, magpapaalam pa rin siya sa mga kaibigan, magsasabi siya na ito yung nangyari. And I've, re- I've experienced that myself um, with, with some friends who had to go home to the Philippines. But you know what, like you said, I think it's just the way we are, the way we are built, yung ganun yung coping mechanism natin or resilient lang talaga tayo. I want to ask you, as the director of the film, about the lives of OFWs in Hong Kong, Napag-usapan natin kanina kung gaano yung kahit mahirap na yung buhay. Sabi mo nga, parang parang punctuation, di ba? Na talagang Pilipino, nakangiti pa rin, nakatawa, naghahanap ng, ng something to make them happy despite the, the challenges. What would you say though, um, yung mga problema na nakita mo na they have to live with, that they have to constantly contend with mga challenges nila? I just think, I mean, I don't want to judge anyone, but... I cannot discredit the fact that we're not giving enough credit and enough recognition to the efforts of our kababayans abroad and also enough public service. Um, mm-hmm. Yung mga simpleng pag-a-apply lang ng passport nila, I don't understand um, bakit kailangan laging may pila. Yun yung hindi ko maintindihan. Bakit ang tagal-tagal ng processing? Bakit kailangan ang daming redundancy? and bureaucracy sa processing ng mga papers nila. I'm sure the government, you know, has has the reason for it. But I'd like to think that there's also room for improvement right. sa mga bagay na ito. Um, because we cannot go on, you know, uh, dealing with that just because things run as it is. We will just mm-hmm. gonna accept it. Status quo. Nakakapagod din. And at the same time, parang magtataka ka. Kasi ako, nag, pag nag-a-apply ako ng visa sa ibang embahada, parang mabilis naman. Pero dun sa sarili nating embahada, pag nag-renew ng passport or what, bakit natagahan? Hindi <laughs> ko alam. <laughs> parang ang daming ano, uh, layers na yun. So sana ma-improve yun. I'm sure, you know, may dahilan bakit ganun. But gusto ko rin isipin na marami rin paraan para mabago yon at uh, these Filipinos are our economic warriors you know mm-hmm. these are our country's economic warriors and the least thing that we can provide to them is the protection that they need kumbaga sa giyera bigyan natin sila ng tamang bala tamang you know armor para protektahan nila yung sarili nila hindi yung pagdating dun sa lugar kung saan sila magtatrabaho hindi sila aware ng mga, you know, ng mga maraming bagay. Nagugulat na lang sila na dun na lang nila kailangan matutunan on the spot. So, merong kakulangan dun sa level na yun. Uh, I don't know if cultural orientation mm-hmm. or communication skills. We just wanna empower our OFWs. Uh, kasi sila yun eh. Sila yung nagbibigay sa atin ng million-million. I mean, our number one export is human labor. Can, can, That's can you true. Add? 
and all these billions of dollars that you know uh, our country is benefiting for from our you know um, economic warriors sa akin sana lang mabigyan natin ng mas uh, maigting pa na protection uh, ang daming pwede ang daming pwede naiisip ko like for example simple app for each OFW to know kung saan tulong pwede niyang malapitan just in case kailanganin niya you know simple information uh, simple mga ano lang di ba mga call a friend yung mga ganun mm-hmm. ang nangyayari parang kanya-kanya uh, mang mabuti na lang nagtutulungan talaga mga Pinoy kasi nga walang choice eh. pero imagine if there if we have that public service where you know every Filipino would feel equipped and confident in her or his own way na OFW ako and uh, protected ako ng government ko kahit saan ako makarating. Di ba? Parang sarap ng feeling na yun. Totoo. Yun pala nga, dami mo nang na-mention dun eh. Yung kanina, uh, naisip ko rin nga, no, ano pa ba yung pwede natin mabigay? Like, tama kayo, acculturation, yung dadating siya dun sa bansa ng employment, kukunti lang yung nalalaman niya or maaring zero knowledge nga eh. Di ba? Yung traditions, mm. culture, daily life what to expect and and uh mga things like that but you know the great connections podcast is powered by uh the freebie app when you mentioned yung app kung saan nila pwedeng kung sila pwedeng mag-subscribe to know you know or or to get information about about how they can stay connected with their family we're very happy to you know report that that is something that we can that we are doing uh something about but there's so much more talaga na pwede pa nating uh, ibigay para yung mga kababayan naman nating nagtatrabaho abroad. Hindi rin naman sila ma-feel like they're deserted. Yun nga eh. Sabi mga buti na lang, meron tayong huge sense of community <laughs> na talagang pag nandun tayo sa isang lugar, nagahanap tayo kaagad ng alliance of some sort. It's so easy for Filipinos to make friends. Correct. Kung baga pwede tayo matulog kung saan. Doon lang ako nalulungkot kasi just because kaya natin yon parang hinahayaan na lang tayo na gawin yun. Ako, nagulat ako kasi ilan ang OFW? Sa Hong Kong na lang, 195,000 documented OFWs. And then, ilan ang shelter na meron? Ilan? <laughs> Dalawa. Yes, yeah, isa shelter, 14, 20 lang ang kayang iakom. Napaka disproportionate nun. Yun din, and then this shelter, hindi pa hindi pa makapag-ambag yung Philippine government natin as an official, you know, uh, in their official capacity. Pwede silang mag-ambag personally, kasi mababait naman talaga yung mga ano natin, consulate, mga ambassadors, mababait naman sila. But I guess it's, it has something to do with the system or rules na hindi sila pwede mag-donate sa mga shelter na yun. I guess nabanggit sa documentary, nagulat din ako eh, na yung, di ba, yung mga government ng Thailand, pagka nagka-problema yung Thai citizen nila, nagdo-donate yung Thai embassy dun sa uh, shelter. Kumbaga, sagot ko. Mm-hmm. Tayo hindi. Kumbaga, kailangan mag-mount ng beauty pageant para <laughs> makapagbili ng, you know, toiletries, uh, pagkain. Makapag-fundraising. Makapag-fundraising. Kaya, nandun yung, yun yung reason kung bakit nagkakaroon ng mga activities na ganito. Instead na, mag-enjoy lang sila, Um, nagkakaroon din sila ng responsibility to to really help. Which is, hindi naman masama. But yun nga lang, sana may additional support from our government and leaders and politicians. And I'd like to see more shelters popping up in different cities. When I say shelter, hindi naman yun talagang parang taguan, hideout. It, minsan, it's, it's more of a center that, you know, you just want to hang out. Kasi imagine... 
Monday to Sunday, uh, Monday to Saturday, nandun ka nag-work sa bahay ng amo mo. Isn't it, you know, parang kailangan naman nila na magkaroon ng space for them to rest, you know, to relax. So, it would be nice to partner with, you know, with community centers in, in other places para lang magkaroon ng space yung ating mga kababayan na makapag-relax kahit pa paano. Being an OFW is hard. You're not only away from your family, but you're also missing out on so many precious moments from graduations, birthdays, even yung simpleng kamustahan with family and friends. But with a freebie app, you don't have to miss out on anything. You can be there with them every step of the way. Freebie offers the most convenient ways to connect. One of which is its freebie calls feature. Basta online na din ang pamilya mo sa freebie, pwedeng-pwede kayong makipagkwentuhan araw-araw na walang kaltas sa load. At pag hindi palaging online ang pamilya, okay lang yan. You can also enjoy making direct international calls to the Philippines at the most affordable rates and even free. With Freebie's three ways to call, connecting with your family has never been easier. Siguraduhing pasok sa budget ang pakikipag-usap with your loved ones. What are you waiting for? Download the Freebie app. Discarding Pinoy, discarding Freebie. Available in Google Play Store and App Store. Now, going back to the film uh, Baby Ruth, it was considered to be the first documentary to win Best Picture at the Metro Manila Film, film Festival in 2016, the same year. Additionally, the film also won Best Documentary in 2017 naman at the 40th Gawad Urian Awards. Since then, and given how successful your documentary film is, um, how do you think the film was able to help OFWs in Hong Kong bilang sila yung naging subject ng documentary? Well, thank you. Uh, the, the film was released 2016 and uh, yeah, and na lang yung mga opportunity to share it in different cities. I think the mere fact that, you know, festivals and these award-giving bodies finally recognize uh, the contribution of our kababayans, of our OFWs through this film, malaking bagay na siya. Kumbaga, feeling ko na-fulfill ko yung purpose na yun. Hindi ko man nakilala yung nanay ko dito sa exercise na ginawa ko. Pero sana uh, nakilala ng buong mundo yung mga kababayan natin. Malaking bagay na yun for, for me as a filmmaker. Parang na-fulfill ko na yung purpose ko nun bilang tao. Kasi nag-iisip ako, parang, ano bang purpose? Bakit tayo gumagawa ng pelikula? Uh, aside, you know, to entertain our audience, uh, to give them that space to laugh and be inspired, uh, meron pa rin pala na pwedeng maibigay ang, ang kapangyarihan ng paggawa ng pelikula for, for the world to appreciate yung mga kababayan natin. So, it's not really the awards for me. Uh, bonus na lang yon. Pero kung yung awards na yon ay nakapagbigay ng inspirasyon sa ibang tao para tutulungan or para, you know, to just connect with our kababayans uh, everywhere. Mm-mm. Ang sarap lang isipin, ay, may purpose pala yung film. And ma-share ko lang na, I think around 2017 and 2018, nagkaroon ng legal mission, yung group of lawyers sa Philippines. Nakapanood lang din sila ng pelikula sa isang oh, sinihan. Wow. Tapos okay. nag-organize sila ng free legal mission sa Hong Kong. They call it the Sunday Beauty Queen Legal Mission. 
parang na-feature pa ata sa Jario. Ang galing! Okay. So, yung mga ganong maliliit na bagay, pero parang nakakatuwa. And then from Hong Kong, they went to Japan, they went to other places, tapos nagkaroon ng networking, kumbaga nagsama-sama yung mga dati-dating uh, sectors na hindi naman magkakasama. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice to see NGOs and government, you know, discussing things like how can we improve policies, how can we discuss with our partner nations to at least, if not change, at least improve certain agreements, um, bilateral agreements na, you know, that can hopefully make lives a little better for our yeah. Kabupatians. So I, I think yun yung naging role ng film. Mm-hmm. Uh, nag-nudge niya yung mga conversation na yun. And I'm really thankful uh, to the EU delegations. Uh, even na-witness ko yun na yung mga ambassadors ng iba't ibang EU countries. Nanood sila ng Sunday Beauty Queen. And then, What? Really? <laughs> and then, organized by the French uh, Cultural Attaché Office. Uh-huh. Nag-organize lang sila ng you know, little wine and you know drinks and caviar and then you know, they watched the film and then they invited uh, officials from the Ministry of Labor dito and then you know, they discussed things kumbaga syempre lalabas ka na doon hayaan mo na lang kumbaga may, may maliit lang akong part you just discuss the films just you know tell what we've witnessed uh, as an independent storytellers and then it became a neutral platform for them to to just come together and discuss things na hindi na pag-uusapan. And yeah. even universities and policymakers, nagkaroon ng dahilan yung mga universities to open their venue and invite yung mga experts, researchers, legislators. Nakarating pa ng parliament sa UK eh. Uh, we met with no way! Oh, this, is, see, this is the story we should be telling our listeners, our viewers. So the followers, <laughs> please do tell us. Oh, sige, kwento mo naman, baby Ruth. Ah, well, so maniwala kayo sa hindi. I don't know how it happened, but I found myself reporting sa parliament ng UK, you know, just to to share um, the experience. And we partnered with, you know, the domestic groups there. We met, you know, amazing domestic workers, Alliance in the United Kingdom na may pinaglalaban din apparently. And then dahil sa pelikula, nagamit din. Kumbaga, neutral platform eh. Mm-hmm. Na mapag-usapan yung... Kasi minsan hindi... It, they're not really asking for too much. If, if you yeah. really study the details in the technicalities of the laws and some policies that they're request, requesting, they're not asking for too much. All they need is a space for them to be recognized, to be supported, so that they can, you know work better. They can perform better in their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yun lang naman. Kasi mga Pinoy naman, hindi naman yan, hindi naman natin hinihiling na ibigay sa atin ang mundo. Hindi naman tayo ganun bilang tao. Totoo. Di ba? Ang hinihiling lang naman natin is pagkilala, tsaka yung protection na yun so we can mm-hmm. give ourselves better. Ganun tayo eh. Very selfless mm-hmm. mga Pinoy. Para Uh-oh. tayong mga hobbit of this earth. Kaya... <laughs> <laughs> you could not have put it any better. Dito to kasi ang Pilipino hindi talaga reklamador. Sa ating sa bansa lang natin tayo reklamador. Pero pag lumabas <laughs> pag nag-ana pag na-deploy ka na abroad, iba eh nag, nagbabago yung Pilipino, bumabait, nagiging mas law-abiding citizen, ganyan, mas nagiging selfless, sabi mo nga. Yeah, nurturing and caring. Na, yung lahat ng mga good qualities natin in in comparison to sabi na lang natin sa isang lugar or isang bansa na talaga namang melting pot of so many other nationalities and ethnicities and backgrounds 
yung good qualities natin nag-aamplify. Somehow, may trigger doon eh. Lumalabas yung kabutihan natin. So I'm I'm proud to see na totoo yun, totoo yun about Filipinos. And I don't know if you truly, I mean to this day, na-absorb mo ba lahat ng na-achieve ng pelikula? I mean, it it was a stimulus. It opened doors for international dialogues. You know, and it was it was definitely a turning point for so many people who have seen it to just have that conversation. It paved the way for conversation to parang revisit policies. I mean, is this something that you're... Na-absorbo ba lahat to? <laughs> hindi. Kasi ang dami bang kailangan gawin. At hindi ko siya pwedeng i-absorb kasi I don't want it Uh-oh. to go to my head. Uh-oh. I mean, I have no right to absorb it, but... I have every reason to push for it forward. Kung magagamitin yeah. yung pelikula, sige pa. Kasi like, in places the impact like, of it. Oo. Like, in places like Singapore, Singapore, kapit-bahay lang natin, dito sa Pilipinas, wala silang day off, I think. Hindi mandatory. Walang uh-uh, day off. It's true. Mm-mm. And then Malaysia rin, parang hindi rin mandatory yung mga day off. Kung baga, depende yeah. lang sa amo, amo nila. Uh-oh, depend, But, correct. Oo. Lalo, lalo na yung mga house helpers. Yes. So, Uh-oh. Yun, kumbaga sa akin, wow. Uh, and then we had a screening in Malaysia. Ganun din, kumbaga meron doon isang Malaysia na lawmaker ata siya. Nag-pledge siya after our screening na ipupush daw niya na magkaroon ng day off yung mga OFWs or domestic yeah. members sa Malaysia. So, yung mga ganun maliit na bagay, ano ba naman yung day off, di ba? Oo, totoo. Um, even, in, even in some Middle Eastern countries kasi hindi rin hindi rin, wala rin sa kontrata. Well, nasa kontrata maaari, pero depende rin sa, tulad nga sabi mo, depende sa amo. Uh, yung iba, hindi nga nakakalabas ng bahay. Ganyan. Or, or lumalabas lamang ng bahay kapag kasama ang amo at ang family na namamasyal. Pwedeng yung, yung mga basic needs nila, like uh, feminine products, ang understanding ko, mga amo pa nga bumibili niyan. So, hindi sila naka, wala silang access ready access. So g- ganun siya. So it's true. I mean how how this how your the the film the documentary has really opened a lot of doors. Yeah, and I guess it opened that reality that this is modern day slavery that you know we are living. Mm-hmm. And gusto ko lang i-echo through this podcast na Filipinos are not slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magkalinawan tayo to all, yes. you know, listeners listening yes. out there. To the husbands of all Filipinas, uh, please tell your foreign husbands to tell their friends that Filipinos are not slaves. They are the number one workers, skilled workers in the world. We have a lot of room to improve as well and to learn, but we have something solid to offer. Sabi nga ni Mr. Jack dun sa documentary, without the Filipino workers, Hong Kong will be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, you know, if those thousands of Filipino workers go back to the Philippines, Hong Kong economy will collapse because nobody will take care of, you know, the locals' children and families. And we are part of this world. We are, you know, contributing. Maliit man na bagay, but without that foundation, kumbaga kung kulang ng tornilyo yan, magigiba yung uh, system na yan. Tama. So, I, I urge, you know, every foreigners and also fellow Filipinos to help our kababayans, you know, to empower uh, our kababayans to to be better people. Kasi yun yun eh, sino ba ba naman magtutulong ako? Hindi tayo-tayo lang. And, Correct. Uh, kailangan natin iangat yung mga sarili nating mga paa. <laughs> 
ano yung main takeaway that you want your viewers of Sunday Beauty Queen to get after watching the film? And lala na dun sa mga ngayon pa lang nila narinig or ngayon pa lang nila nabalitaan na may ganito pa lang, ganito pa lang pelikula na pwede nilang panuurin. Any, ano yung lesson na you hope they can, uh, they can bring after, after watching the film? Ako, gusto ko lang bumalik dun sa simpleng mission na sana yung mga kamag-anak, the, the relatives uh, back home ng mga OFWs natin, ma-appreciate nila yung parents nila na nagsakripisyo at umalis ng bansa. Kasi hindi rin na-process yun eh. Daming questions din nun eh. When we had our screening sa mga universities dito sa Philippines, ang daming umiyak kasi hindi nila alam kung ano yung talaga yung trabaho ng parents nila. Alam lang nila galit hmm. sila sa mami nila o tatay nila kasi eh, hindi nakatin ng graduation. Wala kasi absent. Birthday, absent. So oh. andun yung um, unprocessed anger uh, and resentment. So sana kung mapanood nila yung pelikula, ma- maunawaan nila kung bakit kailangan mangyari yon And sana mag-aral silang mabuti to figure out, you know, how we can help our, our economy, our country, para hindi na mangyari yon sa susunod na henerasyon. Na pag nagkapamilya sila, hindi na nila kailangan umalis para lang okay. uh, may maibigay out of necessity. Kung aalis man sila, uh, out of pleasure and holiday, yung vacation. Oo, yes. Uh, di ba? <laughs> Sabi nga dito, inshallah, dapat ganun na para na lang mag-enjoy. Correct, oo. At, at may choice na yung mga tao. And also, sa mga um, employers na nag-hire ng mga Filipino domestic workers, not just in abroad, but also here in the Philippines, um, sana mas ma-appreciate nila yung mga kasambahay nila. Kasi minsan, tayo mismo, may makilala ako, grabe kontratuhin yung mga kasambahay, parang bawal ng, bawal na mabuhay, bawal na maging masaya. Ano yan? Correct. We are all equal. I like to think we're all created equal. Nagkakaiba-iba lang dahil sa uh, man-made structure na ginawa. Tayo rin ang gumawa. And the least thing we can do is respect each other. So yun yung takeaway lang. Uh, respect, appreciation, and empathy. Yun ang kailangan din. Yun din yung wino-workout ko sa sarili ko. Kasi as a filmmaker, sa dami ng mga na-encounter natin mga kwento, sabi nga nila, bawal ka maging attached sa mga subjects mo. Uh, yun. So kailangan mat- matutunan din natin how to be more um, compassionate and to be kind towards one another. And, and connect more. Thank you very much for, I mean, napaka-insightful nung, uh, ito pa lang this part of uh, the interview on the pod today. Uh, we're pausing for a break, but when we come back, uh, meron pa tayong few more questions for Direct Baby Ruth Villarama, the woman behind the award-winning documentary, Sunday Beauty Queen. Have you experienced delays in money transfers abroad? Madalas ka bang nakaka-receive ng calls from your family about missed payment deadlines? Hassle, di ba? Let me tell you a way around it. With the Freebie app, you can pay directly to major billers in the Philippines. Iwas hassle, iwas delay. Payment done in just one click. Through this feature, you can also gift your family with load, e-cards, and more. For more information, go visit freebiecalls.com. Again, that's freebiecalls.com. Or download the Freebie app now. Available on the App Store and Google Play. Discarding Pinoy, Discarding Freebie. 
Welcome back to the Great Connections Podcast. My name is Chloe and still with us is direct baby Ruth Villarama who insists that we just call her by first name basis. The woman behind the award-winning documentary Sunday Beauty Queen. Now for this part of the pod and the interview, we want to focus on the role of modern media ayan, and telling the stories of our OFWs. Now, as a director, uh, Baby Ruth, why do you think it's important for modern media to be the ones to tell these kinds of stories? Um, I think the role of the media has always been the bridge between uh, what's happening uh, in among us and um, using our lens and using, you know, the balanced perspective of the storytellers, it's very important for us to tell these stories and to capture them as objectively as possible. Without us, um, I'd like to think that that's our, our role in, in this um, era. And it's important for the modern media to be able to, you know, to adapt to the many changes that our Kababayans are experiencing, not just in the Philippines, but uh, in other parts of the world as well. And by knowing these stories and by telling them, other people can also understand what we're going through. And you know, yun eh, we have to promote cultural understanding. We have to promote the soft power that we can offer to the world. I mean, there's so many things that, you know, I'd like the world for, uh, to appreciate about us, our food, our experiences, our values, our music, and yes. our personal stories, kumbaga, and dami pa. And I mean, even some of my friends, the foreigners, and dami nilang di alam tungkol sa Pilipinas. Akala nilang Pilipinas is just one island. Ay! Um, diba? Diba? Ano pagkakamali? <laughs> na nga, nila alam na we are an archipelagic, you know, country. And in each of these islands, you know, there there is a story that is meant you know to be told and it's needed to be told so yun yung role ng media ngayon sana hindi lang linear yung pagtingin sana hindi lang yung pagka may mga sumasabog na news or nagiging manila centric and dami di ko masabi but yeah sobrang sana yun um in the advent of technology i think we have the capability to tell you know these many facets of our uh, experiences do you think philippine media today though um is doing a good job depicting what an OFW really is. I mean, yung, yung person, yung, yung kaluluwa, yung, yung buhay. Are we, doing, are we doing them justice and showing what an OFW really is in this modern day? Again, I don't want to be a judge to the efforts of our Philippine media because uh, these are colleagues that I highly respect. But uh, I can definitely say that there is a lot of space to to improve in that area and there's a lot of opportunity to capture updated news and stories about our kababayans so may mga efforts naman and uh, hopefully with more journalists and younger generation of storytellers coming about and being more comfortable with the technology that they have now we can experience new ways of telling the, the, the stories of our uh, OFWs. Dami pa kasi eh. And kahit ako, nalilimitahan din ako bilang filmmakers. And hindi naman kasi ako yung tipong magja-judge ng ibang tao. Mas gina-judge ko ngayon sarili ko na dami, dami mong kailangan kunin or gawa ng kwento. Um, very limited pa. So siguro more than the Philippine media, baka kami as, as storytellers, uh, marami pa tayong kailangan ikwento. Right. 
And for those who are interested in following your footsteps, ayan, bilang uh, narinig nila, na, na-introduce sila sa mundo mo at sa, ano mo, sa obra mo, sa trabaho na ginagawa mo and, and uh, your background as a filmmaker, former journalist, and you know, sabi mo nga, nasa continuous process ka eh, of, um, you know, of gathering information and, and just bringing your stories to the world whether in film, television, and radio, and print, anong advice mo dun sa mga gustong maging katulad mo na maging storyteller? If you have a story to tell, and if you have something that you can share, follow your passion. I mean, it's such a cliche, but there's truth to it. And uh, learn. Do not stop, you know, where you are right now. It's a continuous journey. I'm still learning. I'd like to consider myself as a student of life. Huwag kang matakot matuto and use the technology that we have now to empower yourself, uh, to upgrade yourself, and also inspire other people through the stories that you have. Kasi ikaw lang yung makakapagkwento niyan. And there is that magic in, in sharing at the moment. And that And there is something special about sharing our collective experiences uh, with one another through whatever platform you have. Ako, nagkataon lang na I was at the right time, nung time ng 2016. Ginamit ko lang yung technology na meron ako. Sa so, maniwala kahit hindi, I shot Sunday Beauty Queen using a DSLR. And my phone, uh, nung time na yun, kasi nga uh, maliit lang ang espasyo sa Hong Kong. Very limited lang din yung space namin. Pero, hindi ko ginamit yung limitation na yon para bigyan ng dahilan yung sarili kong kuminto. So kung meron kang pangarap, gusto mo magkwento, gusto mo maging filmmaker, um, learn and find reason to, to, to embrace the journey and the experience. Kung baga padayon lang. I could not thank you enough for sharing a piece of your mind and you know opening to our audience, our listeners on the pod today and for giving them that Meaningful and insightful advice, so profound, and I'm, I'm sure yung mga nagahanga din maging katulad mo, yan, may natutunan sila ngayong, ngayong episode natin, for sure. Now, on a personal level, I just want to circle back to uh, Sunday Beauty Queen. How did it transform you, uh, or how did it change you on a, on a more personal note? Wala, ganun pa rin naman ako. Curious pa rin naman, at nangangarap pa rin. I guess it widened my perspective about the Filipino identity. Dati kasi, I mean, I, I come from Bulacan, so prom di ako, very limited lang din naman yung pagtanaw ko na akala ko ang Filipino is Tagalog, from Central mm-hmm. Luzon, Roman Catholic, uh, very sheltered in that sense. And uh, after Sunday Beauty Queen, you know, na, nabuksan yung pangunawa ko sa napaka-rich na culture ng Pilipino. Like, Filipinos from Mindanao, Filipinos from mm. Visayas, Filipinos from Northern Luzon, even, you know, Filipinos from Palawan. Iba-iba tayo ng culture at pananaw sa buhay. But who we are as people, we're all the same. And the, the kind of heart that we have, yung, yung soul natin bilang tayo, iisa yun eh. And iisa lang din yung pangarap natin, which is, you know, to provide for our family to make our lives better, and to also help our fellow Filipinos. So, na, yun yung na-realize ko. And it somehow changed me in that sense na lumawig yung um, pangunawa ko dun sa um, relationship na yun with our kababayan. And I think I become more proud as a Filipino. 
As we close our conversation today with uh, Direct Baby Ruth Villarama, ito uh, ang last question namin sa'yo on the Great Connections podcast. Ano naman yung mensahe mo sa lahat ng mga OFWs natin bilang sila yung um, um, primary, ano talaga natin eh, uh, kumbaga listeners natin sa, sa Great Connections podcast para sa kanila talaga to. Ano yung, ano yung uh, message mo para sa kanila on, on this episode? Yeah, um, salamat sa lahat po ng mga nakikinig na OFWs. Maraming maraming salamat sa contribution ninyo uh, sa bansa natin, sa Philippines. Maraming maraming salamat sa sakripisyo na ginawa nyo. You are the reason why, you know, maganda ang ekonomiya ng Pilipinas kahit papano. Maraming maraming salamat po doon. To all the challenges uh, that you are facing, makakayanan po natin to with the right attitude, dasal, at yung pagiging masayahin natin. Kumbaga, padayon lang. Uh, nandito lang din kami. I really hope that you know we can make more stories about you, uh, about your experiences, and just keep on doing what you're doing. At salamat po sa, sa lahat ng ginagawa niyo. It has been an absolute pleasure and honor to have you on the pod today, Baby Ruth Villarama. Direk, ayaw niyo magpagpabanggit na direk. <laughs> but she is the woman behind the award-winning documentary, Sunday Beauty Queen. She is so many things. She's a woman and uh, we have her on our side. She is, uh, you know, it's uh, through her lens. Ayan, naipapakilala natin or na ikukwento natin yung stories ng mga OFWs. Maraming salamat para sa, uh, for your time and for giving us this opportunity sana wag kang mapagod magano magkwento pa ng maraming stories in the future thank you and um to those who wants to see Sunday Beauty Queen it's available on YouTube we made sure that pwede mapanood siya ng mga kababayan natin lalo na ngayong pandemya so we released it last 2020 on Mother's Day so pwede niyo po siya mapanood at the comforts of your home uh, kung nasan man kayo sa mobile phone niyo or sa computer niyo search niyo lang po Sunday Beauty Queen para po sa inyo yan. And thank you for that, uh, Derek. Where can they find you on social media? Where else can they connect with you? Um, we have a Facebook page. We have a small studio, film studio. It's called Voyage Studios. So if you search it on Facebook, um, nandun lang po kami. Nagpo-post lang po kami ng mga kung ano-ano. So feel free to message us anytime or tag us sa mga kwento ninyo or send us your stories. Nako, baka, who knows, baka may mga, mga producers dyan na pwedeng sumuporta and uh, mag, mag, kit, pwede tayo magkita-kita somewhere in this world. Um, but yeah, it's been a dream of mine to do more OFW stories talaga. Wow, that's so wonderful! Oh my goodness, uh, magandang balita yan. And uh, again, thank you for uh, well, gracing our podcast today. The word inspiring doesn't even come close to fully describing Baby Ruth's presence on the podcast. So thank you again, Baby Ruth, for making time for us. Here's the main takeaway I got from my conversation with her. Representation matters. Sunday Beauty Queen was able to present the story of OFW domestic workers in Hong Kong in such a strong, real, and uplifting way that it led to conversations on labor reforms both in the international and national scenes. But like what Baby Ruth said, even communities and movements were formed to help our OFW brothers and sisters and it was all because of her powerful documentary. Here's to hoping that more uplifting films and documentaries will be made in the future. 
ones that adequately present the truth about the lives of our OFWs abroad, because their stories are worth telling. Let's support relevant documentaries by means of watching them and sharing them with our family and friends. That said, Sunday Beauty Queen is now available on YouTube. Watch it! And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed our episode. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. My name is Chloe, and this has been Episode 8 of The Great Connections Podcast. See you next time. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.